Welcome to the home of the blessed people. And here is our host pastor, Pastor Dio Adeomo. We have prayed. Glory be to God. This morning, I brought a word for you. In this month of manifestation, captioned, Gifts and Callings for Manifestation. The Gifts and Callings of God for Manifestation. Ladies and gentlemen, as a child of destiny, to step into the era of manifestation, to step into the era or the arena of showing up, we must understand our gifts and callings. Every child of destiny has a gift. Every child of destiny has a calling. But not every child of understanding, uh, not every child of destiny has a deep understanding of the gifts and callings. That is why you are here this morning, ladies and gentlemen, to deepen your understanding. That is why God brought you here this morning to understand this crucial part of your walk in destiny. That there are gifts and there are talents you do have. And God wants you to have a deeper understanding of it so that you can manifest as he has designed. There is a point in the lives of the people of destiny when they sense a demand is being placed upon them to step into destiny, to step into their assignment, to step into the purpose of their living, the reason for their existence. That is a time to live so for something bigger than their personal lives. That is what we call a calling. When a demand is placed on your life, for one way or the other, I will explain those demands in different shapes and types they come, but a demand is being placed upon you to step into something bigger than your personal life. That is what we call a calling. Heavenly Father, once again, I pray for your people this morning. You have sent me with the word to them. I'm trusting you that this word will mix with faith in their hearts. It will produce your intended fruits you have desired of them even before the foundation of the world. I pray for those listening in the nations of the world that there will be a shift in their lives as well. In the name of Jesus. That the same power present in this auditorium will reach them wherever they are. This hour, this minute, this second. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Because indeed, destinies will be given birth to afresh this morning. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. We all have a calling on our lives, ladies and gentlemen one way or the other. And I know whether it be a circular calling or a call into ministry, you do have a call upon your life. And today, you are entering to a higher degree of this call in the name of Jesus. Let's turn our Bibles quickly to the book of Romans chapter 12, verses 6 and 7. And simultaneously, we are going to read 1 Peter Chapter 4, verses 10 to 11. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 to 11. 
So Romans 12, 6, and 7. Having then gifts deferring according to the grace of God that is given unto us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith, or in ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching. First Peter, First Peter chapter 4, First Peter chapter 4, verses 10 to 11. First Peter 4, verses 10 to 11. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God, if any man minister, let him do so as if in the ability which God had giveth him. That God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. These two scriptures we have read, although they are directly talking about spiritual gifts, our natural gifts also, the principle of the spiritual gifts, also apply to our natural gifts. Quickly this morning, four things to quickly note about these passages I've just read to you. Number one, our gifts are not the same. Our gifts are not the same. You are gifted in an area I'm not gifted in. She is gifted in an area she is not gifted in. He is gifted in an area that he is not gifted in. Praise God. Our gifts are not the same. Can we all say that? Our gifts are not the same. They are not the same in any shape, form, or fashion. Every gift is personalized, whether spiritual or natural. Two people, both having the same kind of gifts, let's say teaching gifts, for example, will manifest differently. Two individuals can be good teachers of the word of God. But the way they will turn out, if they are being given a platform to teach, they will teach in a different way. But it's still the gift of teaching. The same thing as music. The same thing as art. You can have two talented artists, but what they will both paint is different. You can see two talented musicians. The output of the two of them will be different. Praise God. Praise God. But when manifested, there's no gift, as it can even be the same gift. But when it concerns an individual, when the manifestation comes, it comes out differently. Praise the Lord. The second thing to note about the two scriptures we just read is that our gifts manifest God's ability in us. They showcase God's ability. It's an indication that God's grace is at work in our lives when we do have a gift. Praise God. We do have gifts. Everybody say, I have a gift. The mere fact that you have not recognized your gift doesn't mean you don't have one. Say it like you mean it. I have a gift. Very good. It's a sign, like I said, that God's grace is at work in your life. Everyone has a gift. Number three, 
Number three, the third thing to note is that our gifts require good stewardship. That's what you see in 1 Peter chapter 4 that we read. As good stewards of the manifold grace of God. A steward is the one that takes care. A steward is the one that takes care of something that belongs to another. That is, is entrusted to his care. Something precious. That's a steward. The Bible says, the Bible is making us understand here. It's not only to have gifts. You must be good stewards of that gift. Otherwise, that gift becomes useless when you are not a good steward. You may have it. Some other people may not have as much as you have. But because they are good stewards, they turn out better. You see talented people, talents being wasted because they are not good stewards. They are not accountable. The quality of your stewardship will make the gift either work well or not. It's, just it's not just about having a gift, like I said. The quality of your stewardship matters. Take note of that. And number four, our gift should be the area of our operation. Our gift should be the area of our operation. Our gift is the basis of what you do. Gift of teaching, you stick to teaching. Don't have the gift of teaching and go and be singing. You say they rhyme, teaching, singing. Then you go for singing. No. Praise God. You can't have the gift of prophecy and you want to go teaching. Over 7 billion people on the earth, you don't stand out, listen to me, by copying. You stand out by being unique. I will say it again. Over 7 billion people over the earth. You don't stand out by copying. You stand out by being unique. What is unique? Your gift. Praise God. Nobody has the gift you have. Nobody can do it the way you do it. Praise the Lord. If God gives you a gift, operate in that gift. In teaching, the Bible says in the book of Romans that we just read, in teaching, teach. In prophesying, let us prophesy. In ministry, let us minister. Stay in the area of your gift. Praise the Lord. If you have the gift of art, great. Don't say, well, I have the gift of art and I just want to be an engineer. I like engineers. <laughs> then your engineering will become artistic. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm Praise God. Uh, glory be to God. You can't just say, I will be an engineer. All right, you'll be an engineer, quite all right. But you won't stand out as an engineer. You'll be a second class, mediocre one. And others can't follow. It will be difficult for them to follow. So if this one is an engineer, let me go and do something else. 
praise God. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. So you operate in the area of your gifting. So critical to your destiny. Amen. Uh, you know, this church, this ministry is all about destiny. And anytime I step into the area of my core, I know there is somebody around that God wants to make a major shift for. I say you will not miss your destiny. I say you will not miss your destiny. What constitutes our gift? What does it mean? Listen to me. You know we are talking about manifestation of the son. Romans 8, 19. That the world is waiting for you to manifest. One of the areas they want you to manifest is in this area of your gifting. Because that's when it starts. Your gifts and callings. Now, remember people are looking for those who will show them the way. People are always looking for the ones who will show them the way. They are looking for leaders. They are looking for the heroes of God. The Bible says the whole creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Why are they waiting? Just for you to show them the way. One major trait of these ones is competence. What did I call it? Competence. Say it like you mean it. Competence. People want people who know what they are doing. They want people who know what they are doing. They are willing to follow others when they show competence. Everyone under the sound of my voice is always willing to follow somebody. Anyone born of a woman, you are always willing to follow somebody who has displayed competence. We submit our views to them. Is that not what happens in life? For example, if somebody knows about golf and begins to talk about golf, talks about wind velocity, talks about how many yards that an iron can, can, can drive a ball and the sweet spot, to look for the sweet spot in a golf ball, the way you are looking at me, it shows that you don't even know what I'm talking about. Praise God. Okay, let's talk about something. For example, football. Amen. Some people, when they are talking about football, you have to keep quiet because they'll be mentioning names of clubs and stars, praise God, all over the world that you don't even know they exist. All the person you know is somebody like Maradona who just died. And when they say Maradona, you say, I know him. Where is he from? You say, ah, I think somewhere in Europe. Then we know you don't know about football. Praise God. So normally when we see people, even now in our distant field, when we see people talking about football, sometimes we keep quiet because we know they have competence in that area. Professional field. Maybe you speak to a lawyer or somebody who understands and know law. You keep quiet. Even if you know, even if it's engineering law, you know. You have to keep quiet when you see a real lawyer talking about how proceedings have been done. The same thing as medicine. When you talk to a doctor, not the stuff you read on the internet. Well, you have read a couple of things on the internet about mental health, for example. When you see a medical doctor, you know that all that you have read, you better put it aside. Let us hear him speak. And so on and so forth. So because when somebody shows competence in an area, 
we follow them. That's just a natural flow. That's why it's important in life you become competent. But you can't become competent in a vacuum. You must be competent in the area of your gifting. Because that is what's natural to you. Become competent in that area. It gives you an advantage before the race even begins. Before the race starts, that's God's investment in your life. God put it there for you. Tell somebody, I got a gift. Oh, I got a gift. I might not have recognized it yet, but I have a gift. Tell somebody, I, I have something. God did not deliver me to this world with nothing. I have something. And some of our assignments this week, some of you have got to go and discover those gifts you have. Amen. Because one thing about the gifts you have too is that you may not be able to recognize it. You know why? It's so natural to you. It's so natural that you didn't even recognize it as a gift. That's why you have to ask some people around you to help you out. Especially people close to you. You have to ask them. Do you really love me? Do you really like me? Tell me one thing that I'm gifted in. I like your smile. You never knew your smile was a gift. Praise God. You never knew that. Oh, I like the way you, you, anytime I'm feeling odd, the first words you speak, they are always comforting. They are always consoling. You didn't even know you had the gift of speaking. Praise God. You don't know that you have the gift of consolation. You don't know you have the gift of kindness. And so on and so forth. Four areas to walk to know what our gifting is. Four areas in your life that you need to walk on to know what your gifting is. Number one is talent. Talent. Everybody say talent. Talent is what we can do naturally. What we can do without much effort, effortlessly. Talent is important. It is to do, it has to do with how your brain works or how your brain is wired. It is the way you, you are you. Talent. The way you think. It's our ability to do things easily. Tell somebody is talented in an area, you see, it's with ease. What would take you time and time again, the person just does it like a walk in the park. Praise God. If he's telling a story, you tell a story easily. Some people, if you tell them, tell me that story. Before they finish, they've confused you. You... The only thing is that you have heard that story before. If not for that, they would have confused you. Even before they finish the joke, the joke is no more joking. Praise God. Talent is great, but talent is not everything in life. Glory be to God. Number two, I said four areas you need to work on. Number two, passion. What's the first one? Talent. What's the second one? Passion, passion. I call passion fire in the belly. Now, this is a very passionate church, if you have observed. Passionate about certain things. Amen. You heard it when my daughter was introducing the church, telling you 
We have a passion for Jesus in this place. Hallelujah. It's, it's fire in the belly. Everybody say fire in the belly. The question is what are you passionate about? You feel, it's, passion is what you feel strongly about. Without passion, talent will be dormant. Talent will be a waste. Talent will die sometimes without passion. Praise God. It's like having a nice car with a good body, but no engine on the inside. It can't move from point A to point B. And everybody comes around, loves the car. Do you understand what I'm saying? Appreciates the car, looks at the car, admires the car. But the car is useless. It can't do you any good. The power that drives it is passion. Passion is the power that drives talent. You need it driven. So talent is like that good body, good shape of a car. But no engine to drive it. Passion is that engine that drives talent. Many have no passion, but they do have talent. And that's why they have remained the same. Many have passion too. And they don't, they've not discovered their talent. No talent. The same thing is a, it's like a disaster. It creates dissatisfaction when you have talent and no passion. Some have passion, no talent. Some have talent, no passion. Very frustrating. Praise God. Today, I pray for you by the power of God's spirit. Grace will come upon your life for passion. To be passionate about the gifts of God on your inside. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number three, because of our time. Your experiences. Your experiences. This is how to find. <coughs> excuse me. We are talking about how to find your what? How to know what your gifting is. What's the first one we discussed? Excuse me. The second one is what? The third one is now what? Your experiences. Your experiences. Praise the Lord. This is how you determine your gift. Experience is when talent and passion meet together in reality. When you nail your talent and passion, when they mix together, you begin to have certain experiences. Praise God. Praise God. Because of our time, I wish I could stay more on this, but time is fast, man. Just note that. Number four, your, your training. Your training. Your training. What have you learned? This is where your vocational training comes in too. Training can be formal or informal. Your formal training most times are not in line with the gift and talent you have. How many people discover, how many people have discovered that? That what you went to learn in the university or whatever, you just find out that it has nothing to do with what you are doing now. Let me see your hands up. 
But let me ask you a question too. Is that knowledge wasted? Very good. I'm glad you are able to say that. It's not wasted. Let me use one of my sons in ministry today to drive home this point. So how do you balance this? How do you balance this if it's not in line with what you really are going to do in life? My son that normally plays the keyboard here, his name is Blessing. Praise God. He's discovered his talent already. He knows his talent. His talent is music. He loves music. From year one in the university, don't tell him I told you. Praise God. He had already struggled with that. He didn't want to do what he was doing. He came, he's reading computer science. He said, oh, I want to do music. Now, if you come from a background like some of us do come from this church, your parents can't send you all the way to North America and you tell them it's music you have come to study. Praise God. It's like a taboo, almost like a taboo. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that he had a draw to go after his talent. But after a while, he discovered himself that he can still do computer. And glory be to God, he's in his third year now, almost wrapping up. Glory be to God. Amen. But this is it. What does computer have to do with somebody who is so gifted, talented in music? What does it have to do? You can say today is nothing. But how many people believe that one day that computer will find a way to computerize his music? Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It will find a way there. That at the end of the day, he will become better than somebody who did not have that training of computer science. Praise God. Over time, this happens. It will, bring, it will bring you into a pedestal better than the ordinary. Praise the Lord. I want to tell you that everything you learn in school will find a way into your talent if you have passion. Over time, there will be a meeting point. How many people agree with me? So don't ever discard your training. Don't ever discard your training. When you mix these four things I've shared with you this morning together, you will know what your gift is. You will know what your gift is. Your talent, your, your passion, your experiences, and your training. By the time you mix it together, your gifting will be out. Next week, by the power of God's grace, we will take it from here. I want to know whether some people have discovered their gifting yet. Praise God. God bless you this morning. Have you been blessed this morning? Yes, you are going on a journey that God is bringing out some major, major investment in your life. The core of your life is coming out. 
the grace God has put in you before the foundation of the world is coming out. And God will single you. God will distinguish you. God will set you apart for his use. In this season, you will manifest. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services every Sunday live at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. and our Bible study every Friday at 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.